it was amazing because we were able to reach like our five-figure milestone, six-figure milestone. At Founder, we're on a mission to democratize entrepreneurial education and on our way to building one of the largest online schools in the world for entrepreneurs. We interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it so you can too. However, in this series, we're doing things a little differently. We're working with our own students in our community who are deep within the process of building their own successful business. These are the founders of tomorrow who've stood where you are and are on the way to building the business of their dreams. Now, before we jump in, our lawyers have told us to tell you this. Of course, we can't guarantee you'll have the results like some of our stories are about to share in this show. And as you know, with any business, it's a lot of hard work in addition to completing any online course. And with that said, welcome to From Zero to Founder. Hey guys, Molly here. I'm Founders Community Manager and welcome back to the series From Zero to Founder. Today I'm sitting down with Rachel, who's one of our Instagram domination students, and she's managed to grow her traveling Instagram account from zero to 100K. She's also developed with her partner, Ruben, a digital media agency that has scaled from zero to six figures. I'm super excited to speak with her, so let's get into it. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with me today. I'm really excited to hear more about your journey. So to begin, why not introduce yourself a little bit and tell me about your business and your Instagram account? Yes. Uh, First, I'm so excited and thankful to be here. Very happy to have been invited. Um, Such an honor. So my name's Rachel and I run the Instagram account at Gammon Traveler with my partner, Ruben. And I, I, take it, I took the Instagram domination course from Founder back in 2016. So it's a travel account and we use it to, well, travel, uh, travel the world. We take pictures and videos and we share it on our Instagram and on our blog, gammontraveler.com. But not a lot of people know that we also run a social media agency. Um, so we do, we actually have two businesses and yeah, and founder is of course a big part of that. Amazing. I think it's really incredible how you've kind of stemmed off into the two different business spaces. And I'm really excited to hear more about your agency as well, because I feel like that's such an accomplishment. But to begin, what kind of interest you you in the first place to start a travel Instagram account? Were you influenced by any other people in that sort of industry? Actually, no. Um, back in 2012, uh, I just had like a really big shift in my life. Um, I had a baby, which was not planned. So I, instead of do, uh, continuing a career in sales, which I was very, very focused on and the biggest, um, where that's where all my sales background and business background kind of started. And then um, 2012 happened for me and I decided to um, try a career from home. And I'm kind of the person when I try something, I know I have to jump with both feet. I have to do everything I can and none of my circle works online. So I have to yeah, discover everything. So I joined Facebook groups and I was, and then that's when I'm, I met my boyfriend, uh, 2013 Ruben, and he's the traveler. So I'm not a traveler. I'm more, the online marketer person and he's the traveler so at one point I just thought let's mix our two 
passions together and maybe we can do something bigger. You want to travel cont um, continuously. I want to uh, never stop working online. Maybe we can build something together. And that's how Gam Traveler started. I love that story, especially because like you mentioned, it's like marrying your two passions together, which I think is so inspiring. And a lot of people listening, going back to 2012, like blogging and travel blogging wasn't as big as it is today. Have you found that getting in early really helped you kind of grow your presence in that space? Yes. Um, although I don't want to, to really um, discourage anyone from joining the travel space now or in the future, of course, there's always an advantage in starting earlier. And back in 2012, there were already a lot of bloggers and we didn't even know about Instagram. I mean, we know Instagram, but we definitely just post selfies or like random pictures that we do no styling no 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 skill def definitely no skill there and and then I discovered um founder and this whole new world opened up and it's like wait Instagram is um so when we started to blog we were do uh so we had this big a lead magnet, zero to 18,000 views in 30 days. How can you, how can you do that? So we were just, um, we were already trying to build a lot of traffic and we were targeting backpackers. It was a very, very, very different thing back then. And I was thinking, this is how we're going to attract attention and loyal readers. And then after a month or two, I'm like, okay, so we have 20,000 views or we're teaching people to reach there. What's next? Like, so that's more SEO or finding your niche and um, and your first thousand readers. And so I continued searching in social media. And uh, the funny thing is, I wanted to sign up for a course of a different um, entrepreneur. He's a huge um, international entrepreneur. And I did sign up and it was a pretty big investment. And I was thinking um, the big shifts in my life are always when I invest in something I'm really afraid to do. And so I, I did it. And then uh, their team booted me out of the course from the first day. Um, and I was, I was so surprised. I was preparing for months to join that course. And I was like, um, what happened? They told me that I was not the um, target audience for that course. And I was like, no, but, but anyway, but the, and I was like really, really sad. And I was in one uh, in one of the communities I was in, um, and it's an Australian women community, and I was on there. Um, so a lot of women were really encouraging, and that's where I found Nathan. Uh, so and I joined, um, and yeah, and and I just saw his webinar, and I was like, and you know, all the it's it's just all these things lining up, and you feel so afraid that, and you feel this urge maybe it was meant to be booted out on the other one, and then finding Nathan, and I'm like okay, there, there's a, you can always refund if this doesn't work for you. So do it, Rachel. And yeah, it's the beginning. Um, and Instagram, instead of just 
being a way of driving new traffic to the site actually became a different channel and medium all on its own. And yeah, so it started as a different business. It's almost a different, a separate entity from the blog because what we do on the blog and what we do on Instagram could be totally two different things. So yeah. That's, That's really, really interesting. And I, I completely agree with you. I feel like everything happens for a reason. And it is a shame that they kicked you out, which is very odd because as a community manager, I would never do that to someone. But I think it's great that you ended up finding Nathan and finding Founder and really utilizing that. But it did sound like you did sound like you had a lot of knowledge prior to um, doing the course about getting traffic to your blog. How did you educate yourself originally uh, learning how to build your blog presence? I think, well, like a lot of people starting, well, um, I was already working uh, in the digital marketing space um, before I found Nathan. So I was I was starting like BA work in 2012. So I do virtual assistant work and then um, people just keep putting me in digital marketing work. And I loved I love this space so much. Digital marketing and social media, for me, being surrounded by friends who are all have amazing corporate jobs, you have to have like a really good degree to be to be in a really good position when you're, you know, when you're um, trying to um, get higher in the corporate ladder. But what I love about social media and digital marketing is something new is happening every day. And even if you... Uh, have been doing well last week, something new will be released this week and then everyone can be on the same level again. So it's just, you always have a fighting chance and I like it. I like that space. And and I said, I will learn everything I can to just continue to play in it. That sounds incredible because I do also agree that having prior knowledge in the social media space really, really helps you to further kind of almost hack at Instagram, hack at all the new channels that are coming because there is always going to be a new iteration of a social media platform. And I think it's really great that you saw the chance to merge over to Instagram, but you still kept, kept your blog. And I would love to hear more about your early days starting Instagram because you started from zero followers. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So walk me through the idea that you had with Ruben about how you wanted to create your Instagram feed. Of course, the course is um, like the like the foundation of everything that we did on Instagram. And it's really amazing to be in Instagram domination back in 2016. There was just a, it was just such a powerful, powerful time. Everyone from different spaces, entrepreneurship, um, e-commerce in, in different products or travel accounts or even the motivational accounts, um, just personal brands. Um, um, a lot of the people are starting and I think it's it's the power of the, the community. So it's one of the things that really made me stick to the course. So because um, I like to learn something really fast. So I, I think I finished a course in one day and I'm like, okay, now I need to start doing this. Um, take pictures seriously. Uh, we, we were really following the course. Everything that Nathan taught there, we were really following it. And um, it was just helpful that a lot of people were doing it. So every time you um, get an obstacle or every time you learn something or you have a difficulty, a lot of people are helping. And yeah. 
I think I, it was just an amazing time because when the refund, um, when the refund window was coming really close, I was like thinking, can I leave this group? I think it's too strong. And I know that community and network is very important. Like um, it's the people that made me, it's the encouragement of the people that made me stick to doing Instagram. And I just, I just want to always be surrounded with that energy. That's very important. Um, for me. And I think those um, being surrounded by people with the same energy and motivation is what will keep keep you, um, you know, um, keep you doing what you want to do during the hardest times. So, so I kept doing it for the for the group. And it's, it's just amazing, because that's how the agency started. I started working with a few people there. And that's how it grew. I'm so excited to talk more about your agency because I feel like it's such a different avenue, but quickly circling back to Instagram because your growth is just been really, really amazing. You started at zero. Talk me through where you are now and kind of how long it took you to actually grow your account and get that traction. Yes. So I think the very important thing, because there's, there are a lot of people now on, on Instagram and the new social media platforms and, and everyone now um, is talking about um, growth and everyone now, I feel like now there are just so many influencers in the social media platform. Everyone is doing the same and everyone is just, um, oh, now I want 10,000 followers. Oh, I want 20. Like the thing is back in 2016, um, to, to have like a huge, um, following, it took us like two to three years to, to build that. And I think, um, that's very, very important because a lot of the things you can't rush, especially in the beginning when you're just uh, trying to build your feed at the same time, you're trying to find who you are in the space you know um it's just on in the front it's just um picking like nathan would always say the first nine photos in your feed is your introduction to the instagram world and that was very very important for us so from there we had to uh, we had to define who we want to be seen and Instagram, not faking it, definitely not faking it, but it's, it's just like your quick introduction, of course. So we had to pick our best pictures. It, it was a great time to actually think about um, who we are, how we differentiate ourselves from other travelers, other couples, and then to just continue. Uh, the fun part is once you've established that, you will just continue sharing your story. And of course, um, once you started thinking that you will take Instagram seriously, then you have to like um, not really just invest in the gadgets because like in the first year we were just using our mobile phones and not even the best ones. Uh, we were able to reach 10,000 followers with just a, a really um, average phone and um, hotels were already happy to host us. With, without the amazing videos and photos because, well, I think it's it's how you reach out to people. And so it's there are a lot of things in play. But yeah, I think you, you just have to get in there and really try it. And we try to write about all the process and, and all the things that have helped us 
go there? Like, how do you write an email to hotels? How do you reach out to people? But then at some point, if you're being genuine and, and they can see that that you're having fun in your work on Instagram, at some point, you're going to have you're going to find the people who would like to work with you at first for free. The, those are like the first few things and it's um, that travelers are really happy to get. Oh, my first free accommodation, my first free product. Those were the, the funny, funny things to remember, but they were actually very big back then. And then you just have to build your skill uh, from there. So the bigger the Instagram account, uh, you're going to have to take your skills to the next level. When you're ready, yes, you can upgrade your gear. And it's up to you to decide if you're going to that phase where you want to create professional photography or are you more in the storytelling lane. It can be mixed, but you know, not everyone can be good, uh, um, amazing photographers and videographers. So you, you can find the balance between, yeah, between the two. Incredible. And I have so many questions that I want to ask you based off that. First off, how did it feel? Like you mentioned you had a few little uh, freebies here and there. What size was your account when you were getting those free accommodations or, you know, asking hotels and they were saying yes? How many followers roughly did you have? We started with actually um, 5,000. We felt that we were really small back then. We felt like because there's really no t- no correct formula. Like I mean, now um, if you're on the entrepreneur side of things, like um, you will always think about uh, you will identify people as nano influencer, micro influencer, and macro influencer. There are these things now, but back then, that's that's not um, those things um, are are not even there. Those terms were not even existent yet. So you just got to try at some point. And the first um, product we got was an international mobile lens. And they were like, sure, guys, uh, we want to see what you can create with this. And, and I can't believe it was that um, easy. So the email was good and all, but because our pictures were, for me, were not even average level at, at 5,000. Uh, I, I didn't believe that uh, such a big company, because they're a huge company now, and it's just, but they were also starting back then. So they were so happy to work with a lot of people, which is the good thing in the influencer space. And hotels, of course, um, back then it was very, very new to host travelers. So as long as, I think it's just um, an exchange of energy. And of course, um if you are really ready to give what you can to to them, then they they will be they will be very happy to host you. Yeah, incredible. And I would love to hear, I guess, for anyone listening to this that might be in a similar situation, wanting to grow their presence or their uh, personal or business Instagram, that are looking to kind of get those free but also paid collaborations, they might be a bit daunted by the idea of reaching out. What tips would you give them when reaching out? almost like a template. What did, what did you say to these sort of places and to try and get through your transparency and your, your genuine um, interest in what they had to offer? Like now, like nowadays, um, people would think that you would need uh, a huge portfolio to be, to reach out to brands and hotels, but it's not really necessary all the time. 
um, the very important thing is to think of your first email almost as an elevator speech. It can't be too long because you, you need to, if you see an, a beautiful property, for example, you have to think how many people could be reaching out to, to that property. So you have to uh, be concise But at the same time, um, let the company know in two to three sentences what you're ready to deliver to them. So concise that they know exactly who you are. So um, it's like a little bit of your unique property, um, like, well, unique selling point of your product. But what I mean is like who you are, like what makes you different from the others and and what you are willing to give. And then you have to tell them if you're doing it for free or for not. Just do not waste anyone's time, of course. Be very concise because then from there, they can decide if they want you. Make sure you have your links ready in the email. And then just let them decide if they want to work with you or not. Some people and properties have time to reply to everyone, but some don't have. So you just have to learn that you, you need to move on and not really wait. So when they say yes, that's the time where they you can send a longer email and then you will be in a conversation with them. That's really important. I think some great advice because a lot of people can think in the first email they need to have a novel ready. And I think you're right. You need to grab their attention in a concise manner, but also kind of communicate who you are and why you think you'd be well working together, which is incredible advice. From here, how many followers do you have now and what sort of opportunities are presented to you? Because I do also want to speak to you about COVID after this, because obviously as a traveler, that would have impacted you a lot. But to begin, how many followers do, do your account have now and what opportunities are you being presented? Um, currently, we are at 132,000 followers. And so far, we've been able to work with a few tourism brand, um, tourism companies, like um, like in a few countries where because um, tourism con- um, companies, not really companies, sorry, like the, the the main tourism agency of a country, they now they learn to incorporate um, content creators and influencers in their yearly campaign. So at least once or twice a year, they will um, invite um, bloggers. And, and they will have um, complimentary trips so these bloggers can talk about what their countries, you know, can show to travelers. So um, we've done a few of those. Some are paid, some are not, but they're, um, it's always an incredible um, opportunity, of course, and also an opportunity to meet a lot of people doing the same thing. Um, back in 2018, we were also able to work as ambassadors of two big brands. One is an airline and one is a, um, international payment transfer facility and where we were chosen mostly because we are, um, a multicultural couple and, and the audience was right for them. But it was amazing to shoot a few videos in other countries and to be part of campaigns. It's sometimes I, uh, I I can't even watch these videos thinking that was us in in those ads. But yeah, it's just amazing to be part of of those kinds of campaigns. Um, but yeah, the big ones and the small ones, like the the working with um, brands, are always always a good opportunity and a fun thing to do. So sometimes we work as 
um, ambassadors. So it really depends if the messaging matches or the audience, of course. And sometimes we just work behind the scenes taking photos for them. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a fun thing to do too. Hey there, Nathan Chan here, CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine. If you're enjoying From Zero to Founder and you want to learn from some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, then I highly recommend you also subscribe and check out the Founder Podcast. We talk to some of the most successful people on the planet to discover how they're building their businesses. So you can take a front row seat as we go deep and we learn from some of the founders of brands like Netflix, Dropbox, Reebok, and so many more, and how they built these companies. You can find the Founder Magazine podcast with Nathan Chan on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe. All right, now let's get back into the show. Touching upon COVID, how did that go for you and Gammon Traveller during the difficult year that was 2020? The pandemic started travel Travel space is, of course, the biggest space and the first space to be greatly affected. And um, a lot of people can still travel, I think. And I know that um, people who are traveling in 2020 and this year, they they get this bad reputation. People will always um, be negative because why are you promoting travel? Uh, you can't really travel right now, but Um, A lot of people, of course, are continuing to travel, number one, because it's their passion, actually. Like, a lot of us are working hard to to continue doing what we want to do. Like, people will see maybe 5% through the Instagram photos and everything, but there's there's a lot of work behind. Like maybe we're still working eight to twelve hours, honestly. So it's so it's still an office work, I would say. It's, it's just maybe yeah, maybe it's happening in another country. So so yeah, so it's still hard work. So not a lot of us can travel. Like I've been in the Philippines since last year, and my partner was able to escape. I really urged him to escape because like right now our borders are still closed. So he was able to go back to Europe, get a van and travel for a few months um, before Spain really closed. And yeah, and I know Europe will open for the summer. They are always doing their best to open for the summer. And we're hopeful that this time Philippines because Asia is not very open, really. And we understand um, a lot of the cases started here. And yeah, so we're, we're just hopeful. It's, it's a very, very weird time. I personally feel that 2020 is, I feel like it was just March 2020 last week. Like, I, I feel like so many things happened, but also at the same time, so little happened. So yeah, but we tried to do... Things like I try to focus on food and fitness this year um, just to keep myself sane from everything that is happening. And of course, continue working on the agency. So, yeah, I know a lot of people started doing um, new things, you know, to cope up with what's happening. And I feel like it was a great time for those sort of people in those industries, like you mentioned, to experiment with new things, see how their audiences will respond. And I think it's also really quite lucky that Ruben was able to travel because I'm assuming you were still able to repurpose his content on your Instagram. Is that correct? 
yes, he had to take all our shooting gear. <laughs> I missed the because I was the one who flies the drone all the time. But then before he left the Philippines, I trained him to fly the drone, like the basic ways to fly it. It was really funny because he said he doesn't because he doesn't like shooting at all. But I said, but you have to do this. Like no one knew this would happen. Okay, so so yeah, he's. Um, he never wanted to be the one shooting things, but yeah, now he had to shoot everything in Europe and he's flying drone and he's already happy. So I'm just, I'm just excited to meet him again and to, to see him as the one shooting. Yeah. It'd be really cool. And I think now that you both have that skill, it will just like 10x your Instagram because you'll have different perspectives on how you both shoot and use your own gear, which is really exciting as well. So with your agency, what year did you create your agency? Was this prior to COVID or was it another way to cope with COVID? Um, the agency, well, it started in 2016. It was almost at the same time. Well, the blog started earlier because before I really joined, uh, before it became like the serious travel blog now, it was just a way for me to to spend my time working and Ruben doing something on his computer. Cause I, I really loved writing and blogging ever since I was young. And I told him, okay, I, I need to work eight hours at home. So just use your computer. And you know, a lot of people will, I've never heard people travel the way you do because he um, travels without money. And it was our first story when we finally launched the blog seriously. So for nine to 10 years, he's been traveling with almost no money, couch surfing everywhere, and just hitchhiking everywhere, just, just these crazy stories. And he wrote in Spanish. So it was just, um, it was just, a, just a hobby for him. And, and then when I thought of doing it seriously, he did a biking trip from um, Spain to Finland or Spain to Norway. So that was five months of straight biking. And I said, okay, you do that. That will be our launch story um, for the blog. And so it was mostly about um, his trips. We launched it in English in the end of 2015, just before we found um, Nathan early 2016. And we didn't know that the agency will happen. It, it just so happened that a few entrepreneurs um, knew that I was uh, we were doing Instagram really well and a lot of people don't have time to really especially like entrepreneur um, solopreneurs like they're a one person team and they need to focus on a lot of the moving parts of the business so how can they have because growing an Instagram is almost full time you know especially if you're one person only and a lot of the people were like asking help from me and, and then it started from there. So, so uh, I was like, if Ruben can do the blog and um, not really on his own, like I do a lot of designing, but if he, uh, since he has a process already, then I can do the agency on the side. And it just became our main, main work. We didn't know it will be that big. And then we, we just had to continue. It's a work. It's just amazing that it happened because when 2020 happened, we had the choice if we want to scale down. We were lucky because we were in such a position. Like if we didn't do the agency, we wouldn't have 
uh, like the financial position to scale down and rest if we wanted to and to focus on just a few clients. So if we if we have a lot of time, like in 2018, we were working with like 20, 30 people at the same time. It, it was it was crazy that we had a bigger team. And then at some point I realized that I didn't want a huge agency. I actually wanted like a really small bespoke team. Um, and uh, we scaled back a little bit in, in 2020 because I just wanted to focus on a lot uh, on some of the long-term clients that continued working with me. It was just amazing having people that trust you in that way that continued working with you for years. So I, I focused all my energy in them. But 2021 is definitely a year that I want to um, scale again. So it's just, just so excited. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear more about it. And what is your agency called? Uh, well, it was, we were doing it under the umbrella of Gaming Traveler um, in the beginning, but now we rebranded to Brand Accelerate, just, just for, so some of the downloadables will have a different name and everything. And also our face um, and Facebook, when we started doing ads, uh, the, face, uh, the Facebook manager from Facebook, um, they told us, oh, you could just do your ads on, on a new name just to have like a bit of separation from travel because we don't handle travel clients. So, yeah. Amazing. That was my next question, actually, in terms of your agency. What sort of clients do you have? What sort of niches do they come from? Um, a lot of them were e-commerce um, solopreneurs who are doing um uh, Shopify. So that's one of the uh, first ones that we handled people who are um, selling products. And, and we moved to um, coaches, person of uh, fitness coaches. So that was, I think, the biggest time for us. Um, around 2018, we started collaborating with one amazing fitness coach also from Instagram domination he's he has just this energy to always scale up and he's like okay Rachel we did well can we do this for 10 people at the same time and he's he's just always this idea of scaling up and it was just amazing to collaborate with him to work with him and so we kind of learned that working with coaches is really is is it was a really good thing to do in Instagram. So now we're handling coach uh, the biggest things for uh, clients we have are coaches and also e-commerce owners. Yeah. I think it's really great that you have an agency as well because like you mentioned earlier in the conversation, you like being around those like-minded people. And if you've got individuals like who you just mentioned, always pushing for more and always wanting to do more, that will also in turn motivate you, which is quite an incredible thing to be surrounded by. And with your agency in particular, how have you performed? Did you have a revenue goal that you wanted to make so you could say, yes, this is what I'm doing full time or this is going to create income so I can keep traveling when we can travel? Um, yes. Well, the good thing I think is that um, my partner, Ruben and I, we are two very different people when it comes to work. Like I'm a big starter. I like to start things, to start new things and new projects, new projects, which makes me like a good manager for various Instagram accounts. When it comes to a new Instagram account, I'm like, 
okay, this is a new one. Let's analyze. I'll, I'll give you a 90-day roadmap. This is what's going to happen. So that, so I'm a big starter and Ruben is the finisher. So because like sometimes my energy will go down at, at some point when it's not uh, in the starting point anymore. And and he's the, the one who can catch up all the work uh, from there. So before I always have these goals, okay, we're, um, cause in Instagram, we really started with just, I, I don't know, the first client, maybe $300, $200 with crazy hours of work. It was, it, and it didn't matter back then because we were having fun and we were learning how the app works and it, it was just fun to do. But then, um, when you learn to duplicate it, which is something I learned from network marketing, uh, you need to learn to duplicate something. So when we started learning uh, how to do the process more, um, we will we were able to do it for more people in less time. So uh, I was Ruben never had a goal when it comes to income. He was really he's really the person who just wants to travel endlessly. So if it fits that kind, uh, if it fits his goal, then it's okay. And so I'm the one always setting up income goals. Okay, um, let's do five figure, let's do six figure. And sometimes I'm keeping my notes separate from him. Like he doesn't even have access to my notes. And I'm like, why? You don't even care. So this is, this. these are my goals. I'm going to look for a mentor. And that's where, I, when I found Daniel and I joined his, um, inner circle mentorship. So it, it was it, it was really funny that we we had these amazing weekly check-ins and Ruben is not a part of it. And Ruben was just my uh he he's sort of my mentor too. He's like, okay, you have income goals. I don't even want to know it, but you know, I'm here to always push you to work. So are you really working or just dreaming? So it was amazing because I was, we were able to reach like our five figure milestone, six figure milestone. And sometimes it feels surreal, especially coming from the Philippines and Asia. And Ruben would say, oh, this is, this is just normal Western stuff. So you just keep saving the money, keep working hard. Now you ha- we have the option to work less or work more, depending on how you feel. But, you know, yeah, always be grateful with, with what we learn and what we have. And it's just amazing balance of energy, I think. I think it's a, an amazing balance. And I think it's really good that, you know, as you mentioned, you're so different because I feel like it works really well together. And also having Daniel, who is one of also now our instructors for the Start Your Side Hustle course, him being a mentor, he is full of so much wisdom. And I'm so glad that, you know, he's able to mentor you because going from what, $300 a couple of years ago to now making six figures, how long did it take to see, okay, yeah, this is something that we can actually do as a side hustle, make it our full-time job and go from 300 to however much you're making now? It happened a, a little bit fast for us. I think because we were riding the Instagram train and it, it was just really, it was just at the right time. The scary thing about like scaling up immediately from being a one or two person team to suddenly starting to hire um, freelancers and you're still operating from where you are and you're not operating from an office is like if your mindset and attitude is not ready, you will not be able to handle it. Like 
Um, and that's when I found Daniel. And it's just amazing because uh, weekly he would always, he was the first person to really tell me, you're working with too many people. That's because your price is low. Now you need to be confident to to charge higher. And uh, and if he didn't tell me that, I wouldn't. So like you wouldn't know when to do it. It's just hard to Google those stuff up. So yeah, it was it was really good when when he told me that, and it was really uh, yeah a big time for us. Having that outside perspective definitely really helps. And to reiterate, so you started charging three hundred, give or take, for a client. How much roughly would you say you've bumped that to working with clients in two thousand and twenty one? Now we work with around two thousand for a client. However, um, we we. We can also work in small, it really depends, like, especially if we're only focusing to work with a few people, because in that way, they can actually work more hours with me, they can talk. And and the thing about working with a small team like us is, I like having a lot of talk time with the clients, like sending them personal emails and like having check-ins. Um, I think it's the relationship that makes the, I think it's, I always tell Ruben that if these people don't talk to me, they, they will not sign, they will not sign up just because of these websites, because there's just so many people who are doing it. And it's just, I think uh, I would always tell them that if the energy is matching, if they feel like they want to work with me, and also vice versa, then then if it's a good fit, then we can work together. And and yeah, that's the reason why we were able to work with a few people for for like two, three years straight. And and yeah, so now that we have oh, we would always work continuously with some people and not change their rates. And but when new people come in, that's when we charge higher. That makes complete sense. And I think it's a great strategy to have, especially through all of your knowledge that you've had since beginning of time doing Instagram. Do you find that it's hard to juggle Instagram, blog, and a media agency, a social media agency all at once? Or are you finding that you've kind of perfected the recipe in how to to master all these channels? I think that is really hard. And, And sometimes the idea of balance is, is hard because you would always have this idea that an entrepreneur has an amazing, especially when you watch social media, <clears throat> you will always see amazing entrepreneurs having an amazing home life and then an amazing business life. And then you look at your life. My home life is crazy. Like, like it's, it's just so hard to balance things. I think um, the really lucky thing about me is that Ruben has a different kind of mindset. He's disciplined. I can't even fathom. Uh, his discipline is very, very different. He can do something different and on a 10-minute break, accomplish something for work. And I cannot do it. But I'm more of a big picture person and I visualize crazy things and Ruben will be like, I don't see that happening ever. But I... I I guess it can happen if you can see it. And so I I guess we we just kind of mix those two skills together. Sounds like the perfect recipe if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And working towards wrapping up this amazing call, my next question is 
When it comes to Instagram and your learnings that you've had with Nathan through the Instagram domination course, what would you say is the one key takeaway that you've really adopted and continued to implement through your new clients from the course? I think it's following the process. Um, and this is this is not only for Instagram, but in a lot of things that you do in life. And, and it's amazing um, because sometimes... Uh, the internet is just a big thing. Uh, it's just a huge place and you will easily get bombarded by a lot of information. Now, here's uh, someone who has a course and who has laid out the process for you. And good thing I'm a Virgo. I, I love um, systems and processes. And because people would think, oh, I can skip this and skip that. But the thing about following a process and being patient with it is you're developing the habit and the mindset at the same time. So while you are patiently just cleaning your feed and just working on being happy with those first few followers and not getting worried about having thousands in your first week, you just develop the habit of, of you know, loving the, the platform, like loving who you are and how you um, appear like how how you give value I think it's it's a uh, it's a big um the foundations are always important because um like now some people will look at courses and think oh, I don't need to learn this or I want to skip, skip these things or but the foundations are very very important because uh, when you have your foundations like solid um I can easily mention a lot of things that I learned from the course in conversations and emails with clients and prospects. Uh, when, when someone thinks they know a lot of things and then it's not showing in their Instagram profile, uh, like for example, oh, I know a lot of things. And then they have 300 followers for, I mean, for a long time, for example. And then you know that they don't have that foundation. And that's what you, that's where, uh, that's what I have that what they don't have. And that's just a powerful tool. You know, it's and it's, I, I'm just lucky that I had it. Like Ruben would say, maybe we could have gotten away doing Instagram with, without a course. And I, and I would always think back. I don't think so. The community was really, really important back then. The encouragement, the foundation. I would let, um, knowing what uh, the timing of posts which, which now people don't even think about that. And, and because you know the foundation and the, re- the real reason behind it, you're, you're just confident that you understand the platform so much. I definitely agree with you there. I think the process is something that you need to trust and it will always be a foundation that you can repeat and repeat no matter what, like you just mentioned. And lastly, what would be your one bit of advice that you would share to anyone listening that might be in a position where they want to grow their Instagram account now uh, in 2021 where it is a little bit more competitive? What would you say to them? I think the biggest worry right now is um, you tend to come to uh, uh, a space, let's say the, let's, let's just say the travel space. You tend to come, if you're a beginner, you will see that people are doing all the same thing. And you would immediately think that's what I need to do to become um, big in Instagram. But what's happening in the platform is actually the other way around. Now that so many people are doing the same things, the attention is starting to 
go to the people who are actually doing new things and different things. So it's it's just funny. It's just really amazing how everyone wanted to be to look the same and follow a trend. And now the trend is actually being who you are and unique and just being yourself, which is, I think, which is, uh, it's just a good time to, to get in the platform, to not feel afraid that you're late in the game. It's, it's never late in the game. There's always something new happening in Instagram. And I mean, you think about businesses, there's always new clothing brands. There's, there's always new something. It's never late to start. And now the, the good thing is you can just start being you and start building from there and you will definitely find your people. Yeah, there's definitely a space for you. Never feel that you can't, you can't be successful in space anymore. I think that's great advice and I, I agree completely because social media itself is ever-changing and ever-evolving and originality is being rewarded and I personally love seeing authenticity on Instagram, whether that's travel, personal blogs, or any any business whatsoever. So I think that's really solid advice and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this entire podcast episode have taken apart so much knowledge and I really want to thank you, Rachel, for, for sitting down and talking to me today because I've learned a lot and I'm sure everyone listening will appreciate it as well. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey guys, we hope you're loving From Zero to Founder and you're getting a ton of value from it. If you want access to the exact free training that led today's founder to where they are now, head to founder.com slash Instagram training or follow the link in the show notes.